Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Beck Spuzzy. Today's guest is Dr. Adrian Gonzalez. He is the founder of Lola Durez STEM Mysteries. This book series for teens and tweens is designed to raise awareness of the physical and chemical world around them, as well as the direct connections they have to it. Presented in a fictional story format, concepts that seem otherwise boring and irrelevant to young readers will be and are presented in a familiar context of a fictional teenager's life. More topics and themes can be presented in this format than any other. We have elements from the periodic table in this format. Now, this book series isn't a replacement for traditional science and math textbooks. Rather, it's a fun and engagement complement to the traditional learning experiences. In this episode, we talk about how homeschooling beats public education hands down. Also, how there is lots of help and connections for the homeschooling community and how Dr. Adrian is really becoming aware of how large the homeschooling network is and how vast and growing it is. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Dr. Adrian Gonzalez has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us something that most people don't know about writing. Sure. Uh, hello, everyone. Thank you for the opportunity, Bex, to talk about my books and my contribution to homeschooling. One factoid. So the process of writing is was brand new to me. I am used to writing technical manuscripts. I'm a scientist, worked in industry. I've worked for super fun sites and writing those types of documents is completely different than what I got into. Writing fiction, basically human beings have been writing or, or, or talking stories from eons ago, sitting around the fire, telling mythical stories, trying to make themselves sound more heroic than they actually probably were. But story is ingrained in us. But over time, we moderns have kind of formalized it. And so that I learned was that there are structures to, to story. There are different ways to pull together stories, the flow. That was brand new to me. It still is brand new to me, actually. I mean, I've, I have one book under my belt, but I am completely learning, learning so much. The other thing that was uh, kind of fun to do, I wrote, so I'm working on episode three which actually was my first episode when I first started writing, when I first started getting all of this down on paper, it's called Cave Island Menace. And I actually, the inspiration was the work I did for my PhD studies here in Tennessee, the Smoky Mountains National Park was my laboratory, basically. I, I do field work and take measurements. And I thought, wow, that would be kind of cool if Lola, my protagonist, was able to learn that chemistry and then use it to help and, and, and save these people who were in trouble. So that was kind of a, a neat twist to take something that was technical and put it into a fiction format. That is so cool. I love that. Yeah. 
I want to talk about your book because it just sounds so amazing. And I'm really excited that you gave us a little sneak preview excerpt <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for your episode three. So I can most definitely link that and everything onto sure. your show notes. But talk to us about your book. Like what inspired you to do that? What inspired you to write this book and take some factional fact, like fact information and put it in a fictional story? Yeah, so definitely the inspiration for the book was my story. When I was about 10 years old, my parents got me a chemistry set for Christmas out of the blue. I was not expecting that. And as I opened it and worked through the, the little experiments and stuff, it literally, Bex, it literally changed my life. It set my life on the trajectory that it is on now. I might have become, learned that I was interested in science and chemistry later, but it definitely opened my eyes to a whole world that I didn't know I had an aptitude for or hunger for. Wow. So I'm trying to capture that feeling and that wow moment and convert it into something that kids nowadays can do that. So I'm basically trying to replicate what I experienced and give kids in that same age range an opportunity to discover, hey, maybe I like science, maybe I like math, and I didn't know it before. So that was the inspiration. We're, my wife and I are way past the homeschool age, but I've always always loved that community and at this stage of life i'm, I'm kind of like entering act three if you call it a story i feel like i need to give back basically wow. and for a while i knew that i felt that didn't know exactly how what that would look like uh, i thought maybe teaching elementary school but that wasn't really passion in my heart then i thought of writing like more of a technical chemistry or science book for that age group but i looked on and you know everybody's has done that it probably much better than I would be able to. Then I thought, well, if I converted it into fiction, that kind of relaxes things. It could it could really be my ideas. And although I try to be factually accurate in, in my writing, but it doesn't have to be at that same level. So yeah, so I decided, well, let's let's write a fictional book. And then I incorporated my my background. You and I are Puerto Rican, yeah. <laughs> the whole Hispanic thing. And it just kind of came to me. I started writing. I decided like, I've got to get this down during COVID. And I hear a lot of your podcasts and a lot of people are like, this is my COVID project. And it was that for me. And so I was like, gosh, I've got to get this down. And so I started writing my the first episode course it was a rough trap it was out in like three months it was just like pouring out of me and you know of course you do revisions and I was learning about story structure and and, and how to write stories all along and so that's basically how it started very exciting very nothing that I ever thought I would do until I was like I gotta do this <laughs> I love that. You know, I feel sometimes people, they have their first career or they go through it once and then they're like, oh, what would I do? And they're not willing to reinvent themselves. And I, I love the fact that you've taken that opportunity, reinventing yourself. And now you have that energy, you have that excitement about life again. And it's like a new fire. And I think it's just very inspirational to a lot of people, especially people who are looking to that next thing in their life. Because you study as hard as you have and got your PhD and things like that. Some people would just choose to just stick with what they know, what they've done, but you've kind of taken a leap. You've incorporated everything that you know, but you're like, you know what? 
on to the next thing. And I'm going to take all that I do know, I'm going to add it in there. And that's even a testimony for kids as they learn about that and learn more about you as a person. That's also very inspirational for kids to know that, hey, what I choose the first time doesn't have to always be. I can grow from there and I can expand my thoughts, my ideas. I'm not stuck. I'm not fixed. I have a growth mindset. And these things are really important. They're just so important for our kids to learn because they they don't always learn that. So I just want to say kudos on you. You're doing a great job. And yeah, I I can just feel your passion in it. And so what part of the Puerto Rican culture did you put in there? Now I'm really curious. You you can. Yeah, yeah, I grew up in Puerto Rico. I grew up in Umacao. Yeah. Like what part um, did you put? Yeah. So I kind of, I guess, third generation, second generation. My parents were born in Puerto Rico, but we've been Americanized. And definitely my generation, my age, we grew up here. English is basically our first language. So it's probably uh, Lola, who's the main character, her Hispanicness, if I get to be coined that term, is probably closer to my experience where we kept the food, we kept the holiday traditions, and all of those kinds of things, the get togethers and just having fun, but more Americanized. But I definitely try to incorporate a little bit of Spanish into my stories. So like her parents call her Mija. She has a brother. He's Mijo. So things like that. And, And I go ahead and I actually define what they're saying so that they get the reader gets a little bit of science and math, but they get a little bit of Spanish also, wow. and Hispanic culture. Yeah, as, as I write more books in the series, I'll probably expand on that. But you know, they live in inner city of a larger city. I call it Ciudad City, which Ciudad is city, so yeah. city. Yeah. city. So it's just kind of fun to play with the Spanish and, and incorporate that in there. That's awesome. Wow, I didn't know that about your book. That's really cool. It is so dynamic. I can see how excited you are about it. And I can just hear the creativity coming out on there. So why did you write the book? You're probably doing something else with your career. You just wanted to write a book? (laughs) Well, so I was going to say, for me, not everybody, but for me, like you were saying, some people would just like to, to take that same track and not really expand. But I've always had like this creative part of me that to be in the sciences you kind of have to stick to the rigorous and st- you know, the rigor of the science and, and the accuracy and the precision but for me there was always this little creative side like I, I sing in choirs I love music I draw and so it was like gosh before I leave this earth <laughs> I've got to do something with this and I always like writing and so what's funny for me it's funny when I was working in industry uh, for these engineering firms, you know, I would write technical reports, but I would actually embellish them. I would add more descriptive terms and try to make it interesting to me. And I would always get the red marks of like, this is not necessary. <laughs> so, so, you know, it was kind of like that creative part of me was like trying to come out somehow. And that combined with I want to give back to to middle schoolers and high schoolers that that combined and that was a perfect storm to start writing these books so talk to me about Lola what's her story what's the protagonist about sure yeah so she is starts out just at the end of middle school she's kind of shy 
but at the same time kind of reckless in in some ways so she's kind of in this in-between stage which we all know that's middle school totally and yeah <laughs> and so and she has a younger brother so she like is all domineering with him but with friends and stuff she's kind of normal but she's discovering this love for science and math and she're like for fun she writes she reads science books right oh, that's <laughs> so the, funny yeah one of the a couple of the scenes i have her like she's like in her bed you know, just reading. She's kind of an indoor girl. She plays a little bit of sports, but she's not really athletic. And so the idea is that she's just kind of, as she grows and matures in age, she's also discovering, wow, this science and math is like all around. And as she goes through different scenarios in life and encounters different people and issues, she kind of ties it back to the science and realizes, huh, this is like what I learned last week and then go ahead and apply it. So not to give too much away, but I have this vision of, you know, a few books where she ends up in college going for a degree in forensic science. Oh, wow. And so I have her developing into a young lady that wants to really use her her gifts and talents in science and math and engineering to actually help solve mysteries, solve solve cases and and that kind of thing. Oh, wow. That's kind of where it's headed. It sounds a lot like a Carmen Sandiego kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. I remember, I remember I, yeah, I remember actually when my girls were at elementary school age, um, I would drive them to school and that's what they would want. They would want, and, and I would make them up in the, in, in the car. And yeah. so I knew, I knew back then I was like, man, I'm, I'm like, this, this, this story is in me. I just yeah. got to get it out, so. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's funny, like I'm also in the sciences and STEM. So I teach physics and biology and chemistry. And in my I also sing, which is so funny. I also have my degree in music, you know, and I, my husband and I are both artists, we both draw and we both can sketch and I can paint and dance, right? Like, it's it's really interesting. I don't dance. (laughs) (laughs) My husband doesn't dance either. But yeah, I mean, I grew up dancing, like, I guess my mom taught me how to dance salsa, and you know what I mean, yeah. merengue, and then I went into like, you That's know, Brooklyn cool. clubs and dancing, and so uh, yeah, dance yeah. competitions and all that other stuff. So it was a lot of fun. But yeah, I understand that desire to also tap into your creative section, like there's like a section of us that, oh, man, it's right there. And it's almost like a shame if we don't go ahead and tap into that and see where it takes us and where it goes. And I think that's awesome that you're doing that. So where can people connect with you and get, you have any episodes, you have two episodes right now and you're going into episode three. Yeah. So just for weird reasons, my books are, have two episodes in them. So it's almost like oh. two stories in one, but oh, they're cool. they're like novellas. They're like smaller arcs, but the two are connected. So yeah. And so to find out the information, the easiest way is actually just do a, a search engine and a search on Google Sites Lola Daris. Okay. And that'll I tried that a couple of times and and that's the I'm I'm the first one that pops up there. And so that's the website. 
And so if people get into the website, then they'll find the email address. They'll find links to the Amazon and Barnes and Noble. They will find little summaries of other interviews I've done and newspaper articles on, on the books. And then there's also a page on there where they can look at the little back cover blurbs for each of the episodes and find out how to get a hold of the books. So, okay, cool. Yeah. So if you send that to me, I'll, what I'll do is I'll put it in, in the show notes and people yeah. will be able to just click and go and be able to connect with you and be able to get those books. And exactly. it's been really awesome having you on because yeah. I absolutely love what you're doing. I love when we take things that are factual and we yeah. create fictional stories that entice us, bring in mystery, bring in curiosity and just open up our eyes and our minds to what's possible out there for us. And, yeah. you know, it's awesome that you are doing that. So as we're wrapping up, Dr. Adrian, what is one thing, one big takeaway you want to leave with parents from our conversation today? Sure. I hear parents have a little bit of angst about, wow, how do I homeschool? And my message to them is there's no one way to do it. And there's no one curriculum to follow. And so you could supplement another curriculum with items like what I'm writing. It, it supplements, it taps into a different area of your child's learning brain. So, you know, not all kids are readers, right? So I realize that some are action doers, touching, feeling. So, you know, hopefully my books will encourage people, kids to read one and then get into the sciences and realize that it's all around them. It's part of life. It's part of their lives. Yeah, I agree. I got into reading because I found this one book that I really loved. I'm not sure. I don't know if you're familiar with these books, but they had three different endings. So I, I was able to choose oh, yeah. Yeah, different yeah. endings. Yeah. And I was like hooked on reading yeah. after that. That's what I'm talking about when I say books that really just captivate your imagination, but you're learning and you don't even realize it. Exactly. So that is so cool. One, one other thing, you had a guest a month ago who started uh, Quantum Camp. Yes. And he said something that I kind of knew, but hearing it just, he said, learning is emotional. And so that ties in so well with my books because, you know, it's a mystery. There's like tension and, you know, is Lola going to get it out of the cave or is she going to get blown up by a, a hydrogen tank or not? You know, so, <laughs> so it engages, it's both, technical and science and math but it also engages this kind of you know mystery action yeah. thriller kind of kind of thing going on there oh i love that thanks for adding that in that's that's actually a real cliffhanger <laughs> like that's awesome <laughs> yeah very cool well thank you so much for coming on today and thank just you. sharing yeah sharing what you're doing and sharing with everybody you know your experiences your behind the scenes and the things that you've been learning along the way with your new venture thank you and keep up the good work you too oh thank if you love the conversations we're having here on the homeschool advantage podcast Follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.